Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the Scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello, welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast, uh, day number 61 of Through the Bible in a Year, 1st of March. Today we are reading in the Old Testament, no New Testament reading today, as happens uh, occasionally, Leviticus 27, and we get to start a new book, Numbers chapter 1 today. As we go through these, you'll find that the new books will come quicker and quicker because they tend to get shorter as you go through the New Testament, or the Old Testament, sorry. Well, the New Testament sort of as well, but um, we'll be into more and more books, whereas the reading so far has just been uh, larger books, but they do shorten up a bit going forward. You'll find that we'll be changing books a lot quicker. Anyway, Leviticus 27 covers vows, dedication to the Lord, distinguishes between things that can be redeemed or uh, brought, bought back, and those that can't be sold or redeemed because they are most holy to the Lord. And this chapter 27 of the book of Leviticus also emphasizes the importance of fulfilling vows made to God. It outlines how the values of dedicated items are determined to ensure that commitments made to God are taken seriously and honored. Then over to the book of Numbers, chapter one, begins with God instructing Moses to conduct a census of the entire Israelite community, specifically uh, counting every male aged 20 years and older who's able to serve in the army. Uh, if you have a hard copy of the reading guide or the downloadable PDF, there's an introduction in there to the book of Numbers. Um, Numbers chapter one details the organization of the tribes of Israel around the tabernacle and highlights Israel's readiness to move or go to war as directed by God. And this organizational structure prepares Israel for the journey ahead and signifies a nation ready to enter and possess the promised land. Well, let's go to our reading. We'll begin in Leviticus chapter 27, verse 1. It says, The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and say to them, When a man consecrates a person to the Lord in a vow, according to your valuation, your valuation of a male from 20 years old to 60 years old shall be 50 shekels of silver, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. If she is a female, then your valuation shall be 30 shekels. If the person is from five years old to 20 years old, then your valuation shall be for a male, 20 shekels, and for a female, 10 shekels. If the person is from a month old to five years old, then your valuation should be for a male, five shekels of silver. And for a female, your valuation shall be three shekels of silver. If the person is six, from 60 years old and upward, if he's a male, then your valuation shall be 15 shekels and for a female, 10 shekels. But if he is poorer than your valuation, then he shall be set before the priest, and the priest shall assign a value to him. The priest shall assign a value according to his ability to pay. If it is an animal of which men offer an offering to the Lord, all that any man gives of such to the Lord becomes holy. He shall not alter it nor exchange it, a good for a bad, a bad for a good. If he shall at all exchange animal for animal, then both it and that for which it exchanged shall be holy. 
If it is any unclean animal or which they do not offer as an offering to the Lord, then he shall set the animal before the priest and the priest shall evaluate it, whether it is good or bad as the priest evaluates it, so it shall be. But if he will indeed redeem it, then he shall add the fifth part of it to its valuation. When a man dedicates his house to be holy to the Lord, then the priest shall evaluate it, whether it is good or bad. As the priest evaluates it, so it shall stand. If he who dedicates it will redeem his house, then he shall add the fifth part of the money of your valuation to it, and it shall be his. If a man dedicates to the Lord part of the field of his possession, then your valuation shall be according to the seed for it. The sowing of a homer of barley shall be valued at 50 shekels of silver. If he dedicates his field from the year of Jubilee, according to your valuation, it shall stand. But if he dedicates his field after the Jubilee, then the priest shall reckon to him the money according to the years that remain to the year of Jubilee, and an abatement shall be made from your valuation. If he who dedicated the field will indeed redeem it, then he shall add the fifth part of the money of your valuation to it. And it shall remain his. If he will not redeem the field, or if he has sold the field to another man, it shall not be redeemed any more. But the field, when it goes out in the jubilee, shall be holy to the Lord as a devoted field. It shall be owned by the priests. If he dedicates a field to the Lord which he has bought, which is not at the field of his possession, then the priest shall reckon to him the worth of the valuation up to the year of jubilee. And he shall give your valuation on that day as a holy thing to the Lord. In the year of the Jubilee, the field shall return to him from who it was bought, even to him to whom the possessions of the land belongs. All your valuations shall be according to the shekel of the sanctuary, Tony Geras, to the shekel. However, the firstborn amongst animals, which belongs to the Lord as firstborn, no man may dedicate, whether an ox or a sheep, it is the Lord's. If it is an unclean animal, then he shall buy it back according to your valuation, and he shall add to it the fifth part of it. Or, if it isn't redeemed, then it shall be sold according to your valuation. Notwithstanding, no devoted thing that a man devotes to the Lord of all that he has, whether of man or animal, or of the field of his possession, shall be sold or redeemed. Everything that is permanently devoted is most holy to the Lord. No one devoted to the destruction who shall be devoted from amongst men shall be ransomed. He shall surely be put to death. All the tithe of the land, whether the seed of the land or the fruit of the trees, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. If a man redeems anything of his tithe, he shall add a fifth part to it. All the tithe of the herds or the flocks, whatever passes under the rod, the tent shall be holy to the Lord. He shall not examine whether it is good or bad, neither shall he exchange it. If he exchanges it at all, then both it and for which it is exchanged shall be holy and shall not be redeemed. These are the commandments which the Lord commanded Moses for the children of Israel on Mount Sinai. Numbers chapter 1. The Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the tent of meeting on the first day of the second month in the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Take a census of all the congregation of the children of Israel, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the numbers of the names, every male, one by one, from twenty years old and upward, all who are able to go out to war in Israel. You and Aaron shall count them by their divisions. With you there shall be a man of every tribe, each one head of his father's house. These are the names of the men who shall stand with you, of Reuben, Elizur, the son of Shedor, of Simeon, Shelmiel, the son of Zeredushadai, of Judah, Nashon, the son of Amenadab, 
of Issachar, Nathaniel, the son of Zor, of Zebulon, Eliab, the son of Halon, of the children of Joseph, Ephraim, Elishama, the son of Amahud, of Manasseh, Gamaliel, the son of Pedahezur, of Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gedani, of Dan, Ahizer, the son of Amishadai, of Asher, Pagiel, the son of Akran, of Gad, Elisaph, the son of Duel, of Naphtali, Ahira, the son of Enan. These are those who were called of the congregation, the princes of the tribes of their fathers. They were the heads of the thousands of Israel. Moses and Aaron took these men who are mentioned by name. They assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month and they declared their ancestry by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of the names from 20 years old and upward, one by one. As the Lord commanded Moses, so he counted them in the wilderness of Sinai. The children of Reuben, Israel's firstborn, their generations by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of the names, one by one, every male from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Reuben were 46,500 of the children of Simeon, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, those who were counted of it according to the number of the names, one by one, every male from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war. Those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Simeon, were 59,300. Of the children of Gad, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of their names, from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war. Those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Gad, were 45,650. Of the children of Judah, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of the names from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war. Those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Judah, were 64,600. Of the children of Issachar, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war. Those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Issachar, were 54,400. Of the tribe of Zebulun, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war. Those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Zebulun, or 57,400. Of the children of Joseph, of the children of Ephraim, their generations, by their families, by their houses, father's houses, according to the number of the names from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Ephraim, were 40,500. Of the children of Manasseh, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of the names from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go to, out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Manasseh, were 32,200. Of the children of Benjamin, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of the names from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Benjamin, were 35,400. Of the children of Dan, their generations, by their families, by their houses, father's houses, according to the number of the names, 
from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war. Those were counted to them of the tribe of Dan were 62,700. Of the children of Asher, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of the names from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war. Those who were counted to them of the tribe of Asher were 41,500. Of the children of Naphtali, their generations, by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of the names, from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war. Those who were counted of them of the tribe of Naphtali were 53,400. These are those who were counted, whom Moses and Aaron counted, and the 12 men who were princes of Israel, each one for his father's house. So all those who were counted for the children of Israel by their father's houses from 20 years old and upward, all who were able to go to war in Israel, all those who were counted were 603,550. But the Levites, after the tribe of their fathers, were not counted amongst them. For the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Only the tribe of Levi you shall not count, neither take you a census, take a census of them amongst the children of Israel. But appoint the Levites over the tabernacle of the testimony, and over all its furnishings, and over all that belongs to it. They shall carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings, and they shall take care of it, and shall encamp around it. When the tabernacle is to move, the Levites shall take it down, and when the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levites shall set it up. The stranger who comes near shall be put to death. The children of Israel shall pitch their tents, every man by his own camp, and every man by his own standard, according to their divisions. But the Levites shall encamp around the tabernacle of the testimony, that there be no wrath on the congregation of the children of Israel. The Levites shall be responsible for the tabernacle of the testimony." Thus the children of Israel did, according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so they did. So there's our reading for today, Leviticus 27, uh, over to Numbers chapter 1. We'll finish up with a couple thoughts and meditations for today. Reflect on the significance of making vows to God. How did the regulations in Leviticus 27 influence your understanding and commitment and dedication to God? And then the census in Numbers chapter 1 that we just read was an act of preparation and organization for entering into the promised land. How does being counted and organized for God's purposes resonate with your sense of belonging and purpose in the church or the community? And for further study, if you'd like to take things a little bit further today, study the leadership structure and the distribution distribution roles within the Israelite community uh, as outlined in Numbers chapter one and reflect on the importance of order, leadership, and each member's role in the church today. Well, that's our reading for today. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. 